0: Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. And today, we're talking all about attracting true love, as well as attracting an ideal partner. Now, I know you all are going to truly enjoy this episode as we start to become more geared into seeking that love that we're desiring and attracting it into our lives. How do we do this? Now, I have come across many other maybe coaches or influencers that share with you. I can bring up so many tips to help you manifest the love of your life with visualizations and doing this energy work to really bring them to you. And for that, I have to say that's literally only half of the equation There's no possible way that you can really attract and keep and maintain a nice, healthy relationship only through the power of visualization. There's so much deep-rooted information that we're lacking if we only look at it from this perspective, So I want to help. I want to actually make this a reality for you and to bring us over this bridge of moving from this place of attracting the relationships we don't want to moving to the place of attracting and understanding the relationships we do want. Now, when it comes to attracting true love, the route to getting there is going to be by clearing out old wounds, Removing those fears, removing those blockages that we have that is keeping us from bringing that love in. When it comes to attracting an ideal partner, that's where we do more of the external work, where we focus on the external portions of ourselves to attract the ideal mate that we're seeking. So you have one route that's more internal work, the other route is more external work. You could possibly do both, but this is a journey that does not need to be taken for the simple outcome of just wanting to attract a partner. We have to realize our worth and that we are in life with us, regardless if we're single or not. So we should really do this to better our lives, not for the sake of wanting to be with a partner. That should really just be an extra bonus plus to healing and bettering ourselves. So first, I want to touch base on attracting true love. Now, when it comes to attracting true love, this can be a little difficult sometimes, especially if you don't really know yourself very well, you don't spend a lot of time with yourself, you're constantly escaping, or if you're wanting to be someone that you're not. So in this day and age, we have a lot of social media where everyone is trying to be something different. Everyone is trying to be what they think they should be. Or let's say even without social media, many people don't really know who they really are. They think they know based on their culture, their upbringing, who they were told they were supposed to be, where they're from, the conditionings from their childhood and the pressures that people have placed upon them on who everyone thought they should be but in actuality it's important to take that time for yourself to discover who you really are moving away from the things that make you feel familiar for a moment in time rather you're able to move away from family and be able to venture out in your own journey and really know who you are and learn more about yourself, really challenge and question your entire existence and what you believe and what you value and to not just consistently think that maybe everything that was taught to you as a child from your family or your upbringing is exactly who you are. You may begin to learn more things and understand other information that may make you question, wow, do I really even believe what I think I believe? Many of us attach ourselves to an ego, and an ego is nothing more than an identity. And an identity is what we decide who we want to be. So it's like this vicious loop of creating an identity that may be based on falsehood. But when you focus on your soul, who you are internally, that spirit, the inner child, what brings you that true peace and joy and love into your life? What makes you feel that rush of energy as who you are? Who are you behind closed doors? Who are you in all of the consistent scenarios and situations and moments and crises that come up, who are you consistently? That's what we should be asking ourselves. So it can be difficult at times to attract a true love if we can't even be true to ourselves. So we have to remain authentic and also authentic to our truest potential. A lot of times we diminish ourselves to make ourselves smaller and tricking ourselves into thinking that that's who we are. Rather, you feel more comfortable wearing sweatpants, or you're just lounging all day. You might feel like, okay, I'm just being myself. I'm in my sweatpants. I'm relaxed. Okay, but then you—that's not really all of your existence. That's just you expressing yourself. That's just you in a relaxed state. But that's not your fullest potential. You see, we will never really know the true magnificence of our existence. It's not possible. But if you understand that, if you know that nothing about your entire existence and energy can be contained or even explained or put into a box of any sort, then that leaves you to be open and to be closer to actually getting to know who you really are. If you say, nope, this is who I am, nope, that's it, nope, 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 that's what I believe, nope, da-da-da-da-da, and you label yourself in all of these little boxes, you're completely segmenting and chopping your entire existence, when in actuality, it's completely united. It's all connected. It's like trying to describe God. You really can't because it's so big. It's the same thing with you. We think that we know all of these little tiny details that make us who we are. But really, they're just adopted ideas. If you were born in a different state, or even a different country, if you spoke a different language, then you probably would be a different person, wouldn't you? But what would resonate with your spirit? on a consistent basis, no matter where you are. That is when you know that you're true. So when it comes to attracting that true love, we have to take that moment to take time to be with ourselves, to remove those blockages, to face those fears, to face those inner demons, to forgive ourselves, to forgive those that have wronged us in the past so that we can release that pain, release those burdens, and set ourselves free. Now, when you set that freedom for yourself, you will begin to radiate more of that love. What is that energy that you're radiating? What is that love that you're radiating? That is your true existence. That is God. That is your energy. That is your higher energy. When we're so consumed with the fear and the limited beliefs and the past conditionings and the diminishing our truth, diminishing who we are, we are in this very low vibration and you will attract what is in that vibration, which is so far down below love. And you will begin to attract more of those fear-based relationships But if we want to get to a place of attracting that true love, we've got to be fearless with our authenticity. Talk about the things that you actually feel passionate about. Don't worry about someone's opinion. You can take into account what someone has to share with you as far as feedback, but regardless of the feedback, don't let it stop you from being your true self, from being your true form. Likewise, don't try to be something you're not. Fulfilling your purpose, answering to your calling, letting your soul lead you, letting your spirit guide you through life, navigating with your intuition. All of these things are what is going to lead you to that true love. That true love is is going to be true. And it's not going to fit in these boxes of what we think love should be, or what the person or partner should be for us. It's going to be in alignment with who we are. When we're in alignment with who we are, that is when we are our truest selves. And when it comes to attracting that There's nothing you actually have to do for that other person. You just need to release and heal and forgive and be true and have the courage to stand firm in who you are. If you have an opinion about something and you feel very passionate about it, whenever you're in a position to speak up or to share, do you take that opportunity to do that? or do you back down, or do you downgrade it? Are you able to really stand firm in who you are, no matter what anyone else says, no matter what the desires come, no matter what desires come up? Let's say that now you're pretty good about being yourself, but you meet someone that, ooh, they seem very desirable. Will you fluctuate for that other person? Will you try to Bend your morals and your rules and your values of who you really are and your boundaries in order to try to keep this person around, then we're not being true to ourselves. So anytime we're dealing with that fear of loss, that insecurity, we will always end up losing ourselves in the meantime. So staying true to yourself, keeping your boundaries, understanding yourself, discovering yourself, making sure you're taking time to check in with who you really are and asking what you really need keeps you true and it keeps you in alignment. So I just wanted to cover that just to say and give that encouragement that, you know, if you want true love, true love is going to come knocking no matter what you do as long as you are courageous enough to be yourself and to not hide behind shame and guilt. And you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be this completely fearless individual who has zero emotional wounds or anything like that. That's what we all do. But if you can at least get to a point to address it and to be comfortable enough to talk about it because you've grown and you've healed over time, that's that's all you can ask for. We don't need to be perfect. We don't have to be, yes, absolutely. I am the best at relationships and I get, no. As long as you're progressing and striving to be the best you possible, that's all you can really ask for. So this concludes our first portion of attracting that true love. And up next, we're going to cover how to attract an ideal partner, which is going to be a different approach, but it's all leading to the same destination. So stay tuned and we'll be right back after this brief message. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back to Heartblend Podcast. And we are now focused on attracting that ideal partner. Now for me, when I focus on attracting an ideal partner, we really have to ask ourselves, what do you want? So ask yourself that. What do I want? What do I really, really want in a relationship? The older you get, the easier it gets because you start to have more interactions with people. You start to learn more about your likes and dislikes and your preferences. And you can say, you know, I know that I don't like this. I've tried it so many times and it's just not for me. So what is it that you really want in a partner? If you could just throw all these words in a bowl, mix it up, and it creates a person, what would it be? And just take some time to just write it out. Many of us probably already know what it is. We always have this list in the back of our head. Oh, I want someone that's kind and funny and smart, but also really respectful, but has a backbone and da-da-da-da-da, all of these things. So now that you know what you want, what you have to do, which is so important that most people miss. Most of the time, we focus on what we want. And then we go into trying to attract it. We're like, okay, manifest, 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 this is what I want manifest. You can't do that in relationships. This is not a car, or a job, or a materialistic item. This is an entire person that has their own journey. They have their own life. They have their own missions. They have their own issues, their own preferences. Everything is all unique to each person and we cannot control that. We should not want to control that because then it's not love. But if we're wanting to attract an ideal partner, we have to become attractive to that partner that we're seeking. And before we can do that, we've got to jump into their mind. We have to know who are they? What do they actually like to do? How do they think? What are their preferences? What do they value? That's the biggest one. We don't all value the same thing. While you may have one that can value affection and someone who's nurturing and caring and emotionally supportive. One may not need that. One may not feel that that's valuable to them. They might need someone that's mentally stimulating and helps them grow and helps them progress and helps them get out of their comfort zone. It just depends but if you can take the time to look at that list that you wrote down of what you want in a person and go through each characteristic and figure out how does this person think if you wrote down let's say you want someone who is a leader how does a leader think how do they operate what do they need okay if you think about it a leader is someone that has a passion they have something that they're passionate about in order to lead a leader's not going to lead with no passion, they won't get that far. And a leader's going to need a community, someone to lead. So that means that they're going to socialize, they're going to want to connect to serve others. A leader's always thinking ahead, they've got to be ahead of the game. So they're thinking on the future base, they're always wanting to invest, they're thinking of ways to improve. So they're going to value someone that's going to help them stay sharp, someone that's going to help them keep going, keep progressing and not fall short, someone who's innovative. They need that space and time to think. So they have someone that's smothering them or someone who's insecure that constantly needs that reassurance. That's just not going to work for a leader. It's just not going to work. They don't have the mental capacity or energy to focus on that. They've got to keep the ball rolling. But what they do appreciate is someone that can support them and help them along the journey to make life a little bit easier and not to take responsibility for them, but not to stress them out further, but to increase their value in life, to add to them. So if you start taking that approach and really understanding your partner, instead of focusing on what you want you'll be able to get a lot further and you can look back at yourself and then ask yourself, well, am I really a match to this? Is this a match for me? Is this something that I can really accommodate my lifestyle right now? And keep in mind that ready does not equal worthy. Sometimes we get caught up on that when we realize or we focus on, well, I'm not ready for this type of person. I'm not ready for love. I'm not ready for a relationship. That just means you're not ready right now. There's still a little bit of work that has to be done. That does not mean you're not worthy of it. It doesn't mean you're not worthy of love. It doesn't mean you're not worthy of this type of person that you want in your life. You're just not ready for it yet. But you can get there. And so in that process, after you've decided what you wanted, you know how this person thinks. You know what they need. You've gotten in their mind. You've figured out where do they go. What's their lifestyle like? Now you've asked yourself, is it actually a good match? Does this lifestyle line up with my lifestyle? Okay. All right. We've gotten past that. It's a yes. Now we need to release the old attraction. What have we been attracting this entire time? Have we been attracting the complete opposite of what we want? We've got to work within ourselves to release that, release those old things that we're attracted to that we find desirable that's really not for us. And we've got to release the patterns within us that attract what we don't want to. So, after we've done that, then we've got to move to the place of visualization. And now Going back to what I said at the beginning of this episode, this is what many people focus on when they're sharing with you how to manifest your partner. They focus right here, right here on this visualization without you even having that time to take accountability to say, are you really ready for this? We want to jump so far into thinking that just because you want it doesn't mean that it's for you right now. And that's okay. Taking that time to improve and to love yourself along the journey and to progress means you're doing it for yourself. You're not trying to rush anything just to feel validated, just to feel worthy of having a relationship with this type of partner. Sometimes we utilize this to make ourselves feel better about who we are. And oftentimes, we're focused on an ideal partner that other people have created for us. Now we've got this entire thing where everybody's focused on, well, I want a high value man or a high value woman. But for the longest time, this wasn't even brought up. And now it's a thing. But before you decided for yourself that something you even wanted for yourself, it sounded great, it's marketed to you well, and now you've established this is what you want, before even taking the time to really understand it. So of course, you're going to have trouble attracting it, we don't even really know what it means. There's always going to be a type of person that is going to be marketed to us that we think we want, because it sounds absolutely perfect. Now, I'm not saying there's something wrong with wanting a high value man or woman, nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is understand what it really means and ask yourself, are you a vibrational match to it? Are you what a high value, quote unquote, person wants or needs or values, right? So then we move on to the visualization. Now take the time to focus on bringing that energy in. You know, you're ready for it. You've worked on yourself this entire time. You've elevated your life. You've let go of the old behaviors, the old patterns, the old relationships, and the old things that you were attracted to. And now you're ready for this new energy. So we've got to visualize it and help it to become real there are some amazing candles out there that can really smell like the scent of a partner that you want to attract. They have candles that smell like men's cologne. They have candles that smell like women's perfume. So light those candles and just really take some time to focus on visualizing that person. What does it feel like being with them? How do you feel being around that essence and that energy? how do you look when you're with this person? How do you feel when you're around this person? How do you dress? How do you talk? How do you carry yourself around this person? Now we've got to start to become that. We need to become complementary to what it is that we're wanting to attract on our own. Not after we meet a person and then we dissect who they are and we figure out, oh, they like this, oh, they like this kind of food, so I'm going to make this kind of food for them all the time. Oh, they like to go here, so I'm going to go there. No, 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 no. This is not even about a specific person. This is about a type of energy that you want in your life, an energy that you want because it's complementary to you. It's a part of who you are, so you want to become attractive to attract it. So rather this is a good opportunity to work on some self-improvement, maybe work on your health or your physical appearance, your emotional stability, you can go to therapy or you can just work on self development and work on self help. You can learn more skills, you can improve your financial life. Whatever it is you're wanting to become complementary towards, you can work on that. And that's fun make it a fun journey, make it a transformation journey. Focus on yourself, get that energy into yourself before giving it to another person. And then when you attract that person into your life, it's going to flow so easily. It's going to be smooth because you have that understanding. You're not going to be in this level of feeling insecure because you already know that you have what this person values and you are good in that. You value them, they value you, and you can focus on growing the relationship because you've determined what it is you feel you deserve for yourself. I think that's absolutely beautiful. So the truth of the matter is we want to actually improve ourselves. We want to improve. We want to increase our desirability by doing some self-development in all areas of our lives, emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. We want to become more grounded in who we really are and become confident in ourselves and to improve our self-esteem, to see ourselves in a better light and to not walk around in fear-based relationships. Now, once you've done all of this, you have decided exactly what you want You've gotten into the mind of that other person. You've asked yourself if you're an actual match. You've made yourself attractive to this type of individual. You've released the old attraction to what you used to have in your life. You've begun to visualize being with this person and manifesting this person into your life or this energy into your life. Now it's all about positioning, We want to position ourselves in a place where it's easy for those that we are wanting to attract to find us. So that goes back to really understanding the mindset of that person. If this person is into self-development or improving their lives, well, you know what? They're probably going to read a lot of books. They may go to the bookstore. They may listen to podcasts. They may go to the gym. They may do a lot of things where they're focused on themselves. So you can begin to focus on going to the bookstore, going to places where you're going to find more of these people that you're wanting to attract. And you don't have to focus on someone that wants to focus on self-development. I'm just speaking based on, you know, if you're wanting to attract a type of high value type of person, so to speak. You can go to more networking business events. Something where other people that are focused on bettering their lives are going to go. So focus on the mindset of the person or the type of individual you want to attract. Figure out what they like, what do they do, where do they go. If they're the adventurous type of person, then maybe you're going to attract more of that while you're hiking or getting out more often or doing more things that are fun or out of the box. Now, of course, I understand that we're in this pandemic right now. So it's a little bit more challenging to meet other people. But that's why this is crucial for you to put yourself out there in the way that someone that would be your ideal partner would be attracted to that. So let's say that if you want more of a business minded person, Well, maybe you can become more active on LinkedIn with posting more often, join more social groups online and start to communicate with people more there. You can really build your profile, you build your digital presence. If you're passionate about something, definitely start talking about it, put a podcast together or start a YouTube channel or start a blog. Or you can show your sense of humor by creating funny videos and posting them online or whatever. Just Really build your digital presence. Really start putting yourself out there and put your best stuff out there. If you're on social media, then make sure you have the best quality photos of what would attract the person that you're looking for. If you want someone that's conservative or serious or someone that's looking for marriage, then it's probably not a good idea to put up a bunch of pictures of you in bikinis. Or if you're a guy, pictures of you looking like you're a party guy, like just really look at yourself from a digital presence and ask yourself, is this what my ideal partner would want? Because people are going to be very active on social media and trying to connect virtually. So your digital presence needs to really speak for you and put yourself out there really become active and present in who you are stand firm in that stay true to that and that's going to bring that other person in from a digital standpoint you just never know but just be open and keep this mindset no matter where you're going So this concludes how to attract that ideal partner into your life. I hope that you enjoyed this. Definitely share your feedback with me on Instagram at IamLindsayChristian. I'd be happy to chat with you. So excited to talk about all of this with you. Of course, you can follow and subscribe to HeartBlend Podcast. And I thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful rest of your day.